One thing that seems to be a running joke in the photography industry, and I mean, it's something that most of us have probably struggled with at some point or the other, is burnout, right? I mean, especially during busy season, right around the end of the year with the holidays. I mean, I've been there too. You're feeling like you're just drowning in editing. You have a million things to do to make the season magical for the whole family. And at the same time, people are asking when their photos are going to be ready so that they can print out their Christmas cards in time. Right? Anyone else? I mean, it's a lot. Even throughout the year, without any holidays, when you are that busy, when you do hit any kind of busy season... But we joke about it. You know, oh, your studio's all done up with Christmas trees and it looks all cheerful, but you haven't even set up your own tree in your home. Ha ha ha. Or you're taking all these family photos for others, but your own family hasn't had any professional photos done in years. Ha ha ha. Funny. (laughs) Everyone's doing all the Christmas things and taking time off to rest, be with family, yet you're working harder than you ever have before. Because you tell yourself, it'll be over soon. It's just the busy season. You're making more money now so that when it dies down, it'll even itself out. And then everything will be okay. All while we neglect our own health and we neglect our own families. But we joke about it. It's funny that we quit our 9 to 5 and now we work 24-7, right? Until you get to a point where you realize you missed it. You miss the holidays, you miss the birthdays, the dates, the friends, the brunch, the family functions just to make a buck or just to seem like a really successful boss babe. There's a better way, friend, and I'm here to share it with you. Are you a photographer mama feeling like a crazy person just trying to balance motherhood and a photography business that just isn't paying the bills? Wonder how you'll ever survive when you're seemingly a tiny little fish in a quickly growing photographer sea? You know God put this dream in your heart, but you can't shut up the negative self-talk as you get sucked down the comparison spiral again. Hey friend, I'm Marina, wife, mama, and family photographer saved by grace. Listen, I know the mom guilt all too well as you go from feeling guilty because your kids need you to being frustrated because your business does too. I've been in that vicious burnout cycle, wondering if I could turn this creative outlet into a real deal business that didn't take up all of my time and asking God if this really is where he wants me to be. I finally realized I didn't have to pretend to be someone I'm not in order to get clients and I figured out a way to create a sustainable business that lights my soul on fire, all while editing with a little one at my feet. In this podcast, you'll find practical ways to transform your business from a time-consuming hobby to a profitable business that you're excited about. My mission is to speak life and build back that confidence that has been torn down by comparison, mom guilt, and everything in between so that you can have that dream business that also pays your bills. So welcome. This is your safe space where we release the mom guilt and silence the negative Nancy that lives in your brain rent-free. If you're ready to ditch hustle culture, grow your business, and find a photography bestie slash cheerleader along the way, you're in the exact right place. Go find your lukewarm coffee and just toss some ice in there and let's grow your confidence. I'm saying all of this because that was literally me. (laughs) I feel like for so long in my business, I wanted to prove I could be successful. I wanted to prove to the world that just because I'm a woman or just because I'm a mom doesn't mean that I can't also run a successful business. I think it's part of my personality. It's been something that I've really had 
basically ever since I was born and you can ask my mom about this, but I've always been that super stubborn kid, <laughs> that strong-willed child that all of our parents are warned about and you know, you know the one. Um, so I've always had that pig-headed determination, that stubbornness to make things work out, which can be a good thing, but it can also be a bad thing. So I've learned to kind of figure out how to use it positively, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't come and bite me in the butt every so often. <laughs> and with my business, I think that that was a huge thing. I really wanted to prove that I could make this work. I wanted to prove that I didn't need a college degree to be successful, that I could make my photography business work regardless of what a certain certificate said. I also am a people pleaser. I, like I've just... I, sometimes I'll say I'm a recovering people pleaser. It really depends on the day that you ask me. But I do think I've realized that that is something that I am prone to people pleasing. And it's not a good thing, but it's something that I have to work on consistently. And in my business, when I was first starting out especially, I really didn't want to make people upset with me. I really wanted to say yes to every inquiry that I received because I didn't want people to be upset with me. I didn't want to say no to people. I wanted to be able to fit everybody in and make everybody happy and have them all rave and rant about how great their experience was with me, which really was more of an ego boost than anything, <laughs> if we're being honest. So my thought process was, well, if I can do the most amount of sessions, then I'll be successful. The first number that I started off with that first year was if I can have a hundred sessions in one year, that's going to be my marker. And there's nothing wrong with having goals. Obviously, that is something that can be very beneficial and very helpful when you are running a business, but it's when those goals start to define your worth, when those goals in your head determine how you feel about yourself, that's when it can get really toxic and not healthy at all. Because what started out as a goal of having, you know, 100 sessions in a year, which I hit, it ended up turning into, well, now if I can make this amount of money in the year, that means that I'll be successful. And then it turned into, well, if I can make best in the city, I'll be recognized as the best photographer in the city. Or if I have this many followers on Instagram, then that defines how successful I am. It just, it's, it, you end up in this vicious burnout cycle of, well, as soon as I reach this, then I'll be happy. Then I know that I'm successful. And that's where we don't wanna be. Because here's the thing, bottom line, Success looks different for everyone. It's not always going to be hitting six figures <laughs> like we've been made to believe. There are so many things and buzzwords and terminology that comes from really just the corporate world. And it doesn't necessarily always apply to small business, especially considering that we're a service-based business. We're not big box store. We're not big corporation. It's all about the people we serve. We're service-based. We're providing a service and an experience. 
Honestly, we can go so much deeper (laughs) into just this part of the conversation in a whole other episode. But for now, how do we establish those healthy boundaries so that we don't end up in that vicious cycle of setting goals and using those as markers for how we determine how valuable we are or how successful we are? I don't want that for you either, friend. I know how it feels to just base your worth on how much you made in the last year, how many sessions you booked compared to whoever else that is announcing it on Instagram. I know how it feels and it is not a good place to be if you want to have a business that lasts, that really works around your family and your life. It doesn't work and it's so exhausting going from burnout to burnout because at the end of the day, those markers, those goals really just started getting more and more crazy for me and my business and ended up in so much burnout that I didn't know if I wanted to continue. I almost quit my business so many times because it was just about the next big thing, the next goal, the next thing that I could accomplish, the more sessions that I could fit in, the more people that could be singing my praises. And after a while, that just becomes so exhausting because you're not doing it for the right reasons. It wasn't about the people that I wanted to serve. It wasn't about the people that wanted to document these moments and freeze these moments in time. It was about me and my success and how far I could go, how much I could hustle and how hard I could work to get to a certain goal instead of letting the Lord lead and use this business the way that he wanted me to use it from the very beginning. So if we want to avoid that, I think the first thing in establishing healthy boundaries is really redefining what success means to you. And I think especially in the world of social media, it's something that you really have to sit and think and pray about and really figure out what success is going to look like for you, for your life, for your business, for your family, for the lifestyle that you want to lead, for the goals that you have, the dreams that you have. And above all of that, the calling that God has placed in your life and what you need to do to follow that calling. So really, really sit with that and ask the Lord what success is gonna look like for you in this season, in your business, with your family. Is it gonna be a monetary goal because you are the main breadwinner in your family? Or is it gonna be a lifestyle that you desire, the flexibility in your schedule? Why are you in business? And what does God want to do through you in this business? I think even before redefining success, if you haven't already figured out your why and the reason that God has called you to this business in the first place, that we need to back it up and find that first, find that reason why you are doing what you're doing. When you establish your why and you keep it at the front of your mind and it's so strong and so important, it's so much easier to come up with those boundaries and 
really enforce them and not tweak them or bend them a little bit when it seems like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I can kind of, I have some time off and maybe I can fit in this other person. If you don't have a vision for your business and for why you're in business in the first place, it's super easy to get into that burnout cycle. It's so much easier because most likely you're not going to be able to respect your own boundaries or at least it won't be as easy to because you're focusing more on the people pleasing and making those people happy and welcome and not saying no to them instead of focusing on the big picture and the big calling for your business and the whole reason why you're in business in the first place, whatever that reason might be. Boundaries can look like booking time to rest the same way that you book time to work and really respecting it in the same way. Not overbooking yourself so that you can actually avoid burnout. Really just ditching the people pleasing (laughs) and really being firm on that, which is usually the hardest part, especially if you're like me, especially if you're working through not being a people pleaser. It's hard. It can be really, really hard because you don't want to say no. You don't want to disappoint them. But you got to remember that it's not about pleasing everybody. It's about pleasing the Lord and doing what he wants you to do. And you can't be the best mom that you can be. You can't be the best photographer that you can be, the best wife, the best friend that you can be if you're trying to please everybody else and make everybody happy with you and fit everybody in without taking time to also rest. I don't know who that was for or if it was just for me, but I tell you, it's hard. I, again, it's something that I have to continuously work on and remind myself because a lot of times that is something that we're prone to. We want to make people happy. We want to make them proud. We want to make them say, wow, you're amazing, you know? Boundaries can also look like not giving out your personal phone number or not answering your email as soon as you get a new one. That's something that I've started doing I um, or trying to do. <laughs> I set Mondays as my email day. That is the day that I'm just going to focus on responding to emails, responding to inquiries. Listen, I already have an automatic email that goes out as soon as I receive an inquiry with all the information. It has my investment guide. It has my booking calendar. They're good. It's not like it's going to sit there and they're going to be waiting and waiting and never hear back from me for a week if they inquire, you know, on a Thursday and I don't get to my email until Monday. So there are ways to make that work too, okay? But Mondays are my email days because a lot of times that throws me off. I feel like I need to respond within 24 hours because that's what you hear all the coaches talk about, right? You need to respond within 24 to 48 hours. Otherwise, they've already jumped to the next person and they're going to work with somebody else and not you. But oh my gosh, that's exhausting. (laughs) You have to set boundaries. And that is one of the boundaries that I'm setting. It's going to look like so many different things. Your boundaries may be different than my boundaries and maybe different than the boundaries of the photographer down the street. That's okay. But at the end of the day, the boundaries that you set are really about you respecting your time, your family, your lifestyle, and your clients too, so that others can also respect you and your time and your family and your clients. Boundaries will look like honoring the time that God has given you 
and using it wisely as good stewards for his glory. I think initially it was a struggle saying no because I genuinely felt like I was letting them down. That by not doing their wedding or not squeezing them into my already booked calendar that I was being mean or I was not serving them. And it really is the people pleaser in me that I have to train, first of all, to realize that I'm really not that important. <laughs> like, if I can't fit them in, there's plenty of other photographers who may be able to, and I do not have the power to really ruin their day like that. But also that I need to be seeking to please the Lord, not people. If you feel pressure into fitting someone into your schedule or pressure just to say yes because it's an inquiry and you need the business or you feel bad rejecting them, even though it's not a session that you'd be excited to serve them with, that's when you may notice a kind of a little red flag almost. Seriously, saying yes out of pressure to please without actually wanting to serve those people is not any better than saying no and sending them off to someone to find someone else. Honestly, I believe that you would be doing them more of a disservice than a favor if your heart isn't actually in it. But I mean, it's still hard. (laughs) I think saying no and enforcing your boundaries is really It's like a muscle that you have to continue exercising until it just comes so natural that you don't really think about it anymore. I think something that has helped me feel better about saying no is leaving them with a recommendation so that I don't feel like I've left them high and dry and just, nope, sorry, can't help you. But it's, hey, you know what? I would absolutely love to work with you. Unfortunately, I don't have the capacity right now or, you know, I can't fit in that size of group right now. I'm not able to do a wedding right now, whatever the case may be, right? But saying, even though I can't help you right now, here's a list of people that might be able to serve you. Here are a few recommendations for you for photographers that may be available, for photographers that may fit what you are looking for. And I have had so many people that respond to that just saying kind of like, wow, thanks, you know, because it's not something that most people are doing, unfortunately. It's just an extra something. And I've had people that will respond saying, you know, thanks, really appreciate the recommendations. In the future, I'll reach out again and maybe you can fit us in. And they do. And that's great. But I still was able to respect my boundaries, respect my time, and not take away that time from my family or time that I needed to rest so that I would be a better, nicer, kinder person. (laughs) I didn't have to sacrifice my time or those boundaries. And most of the time, people are very understanding of that. And I think that they will respect you more so because you're respecting yourself too. But I promise you, as soon as you start figuring out what success actually looks like for you, redefining success and kind of wiping the slate clean of everything that you've heard, all the buzzwords that you've heard and defining success just between you and the Lord in your life with your lifestyle and you start to enforce those boundaries and you start to respect those, you're going to be on your way to having a sustainable business that's pretty much burnout proof too. 
Hey, hey, hey! If this episode has you excited to take back your business and your time so that you can build a photography business that truly stands out, I would love it if you screenshot as you're listening and share it on your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me at Marina Anaya Photography so I can come say hey. You can also connect with me in my Facebook group at bit.ly slash called to stand out podcast so I can be your personal cheerleader as you grow your photography business. Lastly, I would also really appreciate it if you just took two minutes to leave a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts so we can really grow this community and others can also be encouraged. I can't wait till next time. And hey, don't forget that you are called to stand out.